Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Geek Town Radio, episode 70. I have Mike with me today. Hi Dave, hi everybody. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing alright, thanks. Good. Mostly okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like there's something major happened this week. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Um, So, yes, what have you been doing this week? Um, Other than... Panicking. Other than panicking about, you know, my job and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I've been watching Game of Thrones, obviously. Yes, um, we shall come on to that in a bit. <laughs> um, I've been playing Knights of the Old Republic still. <laughs> um, so I'm now completely up to date once again and, and waiting for the next instalment, which I think is next week. Okay. Yeah, or maybe the end of this week. I don't know what day it is. Hey, I think it's the first or second or something like that. So... Um, still up to date with that, and I've been playing The Witcher as well. Um, oh, the third one. Yeah, the third one, which I is just really that. good. I'm so, I'm so, I don't know why yeah. I haven't played. It's it just everybody earlier. I talk to says it's brilliant, and I, I, I got really sick of the first and second one, and everybody says the third one's yeah. really good. So I played the first one and didn't love it as much as I loved Dragon Age, which was you know yeah. temporary, mm. and then the second one I don't think I finished. Um, but this one, if you compare it to to Dragon Age Inquisition, mm. it's so much better. Oh, really? It really is. I've been a massive Bioware Dragon Age fan for forever. Yeah. I even love all the romances, you know, big, hairy, manly man <laughs> with tattoos. And a beard, I know, the, I know, you know your sort of romances, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're moustaches. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, you know, I even, I even enjoy that. Um, and there's not well, there, yeah. There's not really that sort of thing in the Witchers. There's you know, there's something, but um, it's just better. It's, it's really well written. Um, yeah. The voice acting is amazing. That yeah. Well, after they got slated after the first one because they had to redo half the voice acting yeah. for the first one because it was awful. Dodgy and accents. Ended up, yeah, dodgy accents. He ended up being a special edition version, which sort of vastly improved it. But I think ever since then they've been so careful about the voice acting on it. It's just good. There's just the little inflections, and there's just a lot of it as well. Yeah. You know, you get you get a lot of character from them. Um, it's just it's just good. It's just really good. Like, cool. You know. And it's, I think, when I got it, I think it was half price on Steam. Oh, nice. So that's that's the only reason I got it, really. I yeah. thought, well, let's try it. And um, and it's really good. It's really, it sucks you right in. Cool. And I don't have, you know, my, my PC is probably two years old now, which firmly puts it in last generation, I guess. Yeah. But the quality of it is amazing. <clears throat> you know, it, it looks, it makes my PC look good. <laughs> it really does. 
<laughs> you know. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I totally yeah, I've been playing that a lot. Nothing new, cool. unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I well I I've, I've just bought The Witcher. I haven't started it yet because um, I'm I've, I'm console gaming at the moment. Amazingly, Ooh, I still haven't managed. I've got a console now, but yeah. I still haven't really cracked the the console gaming thing. <laughs> I I can't shoot anything on it. I mean, shooters will be completely pointless. Yeah. Right? So I, I, I like the sort of more platformy games, like you know, I'm playing Tomb Raider at the moment, which does involve some shooting, but you know, you can you can get away with it on those sort of games. But Battlefront. I mean, I got stolen. Yeah, no, no I can't do it. I just can't, I can't no, do it. Can't can't do Battlefront. I can't even fly stuff properly. It's just I've got no subtlety you know it's like yeah. the controls I'm, I'm used to controllers from the 1990s that are either on or off yeah. where you, you're either turning left yes. or you're going straight it's like, there's no in between <laughs> i can't my, yeah. my thumbs don't work that way yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know what you mean yes I, i'm a bit like that i'm i'm not great i do actually tend to use controllers if it's driving or if it's flying or that sort of stuff yeah but, but shooting i just can't shoot Drive, I think I'm going to have to get a whole bunch of driving games. I think that's going to be my way in. I think. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Train me to use controllers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, possibly. But um, but yeah, I mean, I like them for those sort of platform stuff, and it's quite good for think for your third person things like um, Batman, like the Batman Arkham. Okay. Games. Yeah. Are quite good with controllers. They work quite well. Yeah. So I was thinking about. Um, I was thinking about not getting another PC, not not upgrading my PC, maybe just getting a Macintosh. And then switching my game into the Xbox. Yeah, yeah, that's but not I, I, a bad idea. But I like to be able to sit in the corner of the room with a laptop while there's chaos all around me <laughs> in my little yeah. bubble with it with with earphones on. Yeah, there is also can't, that. you can't do that if you're you know if yeah. you want to. You've either got to remove yourself to a completely different room and put the console in a different room, mm. which means the kids are still going to kick the door down and come in and want to want to yeah. take it off you anyway. Yes. Well, you've got to try and do it in the living room where all the chaos is there. And yeah. It's not It's not really realistic, I don't think. You always get rid of the kids. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah, I, could, I, thought, I hadn't thought of that. I'll mention it to them. <laughs> Send them off to boarding school or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've mainly been playing uh, Tomb Raider most recently i'm sort of nearly through all of that and i bought the witcher but i i bought it on console because i kind of as i say i've not i've not enjoyed the experience of the witcher for the last two versions i found it and too I, thought, I found it too hard like too technical yeah so yeah. Like the combat was you got to choose which sword and you've got to you yeah. can't just like mash all the keys and hope for the best mm. like you kind of or you know just randomly click and it, i think that's a bit easier now i think they've introduced the the difficulty mode, the easy mode is really easy, sort of like story mode was in Dragon Age. Oh, okay. So there's a sort of story mode. I can't, it might even be called story mode, but there's there's that. So because I'm not hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's like with the, um... I like the stories. I like the nice things that look nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't. No, want I'm, I was like that with the uh, Nathan Drake games on the on the Xbox. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, on the PlayStation. I was I was like that because I just shoved it in easy mode because I'm not there to to. I haven't got the time to try and kill something 19 times yeah, before I kill it. Exactly. I, I haven't got the time. <clears throat> I need to coast through and get the story. Yeah. It's terrible, really. Yeah. Um, 
No, but that's. I, I mean, I think I'll probably do the same sort of thing. To be honest, when it comes to that, I can't. I can't be doing with, with the wusses. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know it's terrible. Gone for me. Next, we'll just be watching too. YouTube videos of other people playing. <laughs> I can't uh, be bothered to move my fingers. <laughs> oh dear, that's that's the way life is going. Um, Trying to think what else I've done this week. Uh, so, yes, Tomb Raider, uh, I've been playing Orphan Black. I'm back on now, seeing as there's less stuff on TV to watch. So I'm, I'm back working my way through Orphan Black on Netflix, um, which is good. I saw I saw the rest of, um, I've been talking about, I've been watching iZombie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw all of that now. I watched the rest of it. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was in California. And yeah. I spent a lot of time in a hotel room again. And um, <laughs> it got Netflix. They got Netflix built into the television, so oh, I just cool. solidly watch Netflix because <laughs> American television. Even though everything we watch is from American television, yeah, most American television channels are mind-numbing. Yes, I don't understand yes, they that. Are. What, what do they do that makes them so different? Um, it, it's the fact local that news. I think you you get you get basically adverts interspersed with the TV program. Yeah, that that's it because it's it's just ad breaks every ten minutes. Yeah. That's the thing that drives me so, insane. I couldn't understand. I was watching American things on Netflix. Yeah. But couldn't couldn't watch American programs on American channels. Yeah. It's really, yeah. really weird. They, it's also, they they sometimes look a bit different depending how the TV's set up. Yeah. They look odd. And this is this is the weird thing. Well, I was talking, I, I mentioned this to one of the guys out there while I was, while I was out there. Um, and he said, well, that's weird because when I come over to the UK, when he does the return trip, he said, I can't watch your television because it's full of adverts. And I was like, I don't know what. <laughs> really? What? <laughs> <laughs> Is it the kind of adverts? Everything's like a, an ad- advertorial. I'm like, what? I don't. No. no not really. <laughs> no. I don't. Not in the I slightest. Was quite, I was quite um, upset by that. I, <laughs> I wanted to take him to task. No. Yeah. It was like, how dare you, sir? How dare you insult our television? Mind you, I suppose if he's been watching daytime TV, yeah, that does is, that possibly that is, mostly, is the case? Mostly rubbish. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is, isn't it? And if, he, about... if he caught a segment on this morning, he might have thought it was something selling cooking yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, that's so. a fair point. Yeah, and, and he would be up at strange hours because it's yeah the time difference breaks you and we're only ever there. They're only ever over for like four days and we only go there for four or five days. So it's, you're never quite, you're yeah. still waking up at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was really insulted. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. You're quite rightly to be insulted. <laughs> so yes, I've been watching that. And um, I finished off the first season of Dark Matter, which I, I'd sort of dropped off um, because I'd sort of got it recorded on the Sky Plus box and then I switched over to Sky Q and lost it all. <laughs> so I didn't watch the second half of that season. But I was supposed to be, there was supposed to be an event tomorrow in London uh, for the launch of, of the second season, which comes back at the end of the week. Yeah. Uh, fourth, or I start of next week, is it? Fourth of July, I think. Um, <clears throat> so... Uh, there was a be- event going on down there. So I thought, right, I better kind of, I bust on Amazon and just kind of binge drop my way through it. And then they emailed this afternoon to say, sorry, we've had to cancel it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, but at least I've seen it all now. And it is good. It's, it's, you know, Canadian sci-fi yeah. show. And, normally pretty good. Yeah. And they're the, usually the pretty good. Normally and good. Uh, I think one of the guys behind it was one of the guys behind Stargate. Um, 
and it's it's about a group of people trapped on a or that are wake up on a ship having all lost their memories yeah and sort of find it's them finding out their backstories basically yeah. they've, I've, they've seen the trailer mm. i think I don't, i've not seen anything else but mm. yeah. it's it's pretty good it's it's worth watching um but uh it's on you can buy it on amazon I don't know. It's not on Amazon Prime. You you actually actually go and buy the series. So Still I haven't that. got that. That's one every time I'm going to get. I'm going to get Amazon Prime. I'm going to. I still haven't done it. Yeah, it is worth getting. Definitely worth I'll it. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's, I'll do it tonight. Um... <laughs> as soon as we've done it, I'm going yeah. to do it. Um, it's it's worth getting just for things like Luther, uh, Lucifer, sorry, and uh, and obviously the upcoming car show. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let's talk about car show. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Have you been, are you still watching Top Gear? Yeah. yeah. I'm one of the few. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 it's grown on me. Yes. It has. It's, it's still missing something, but um, yeah, I, it's perfectly fine as a car show. There's nothing inherently wrong with it other than things are a bit strained in the studio, I think. But Yeah, how much of that is real, though? Because the amount of hype around the, the, you know, the things I was saying about Chris Evans before it started, about him being a bully and all of this. And, yeah. Uh, well, maybe, you yeah. Look, at, look at the newspapers involved in those stories and they don't exactly, at the moment, have a... A high standard of um of, no of... well that is true <laughs> <laughs> and uh yes we'll come on to game of thrones now because that's obviously the, the big thing we're talking about there is the, the the one little uh the only time you'll hear me mention brexit in this uh <laughs> <laughs> and we're trying to make it as much i'm still trying to stop ranting on twitter yeah 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 i we tried to make it as as much oh, away from that as possible the only reason i'm mentioning it is because there has been a lot of press reports about oh you know it's going to affect game of thrones um it's going to affect outlander it's going to affect all these british tv shows and that's rubbish it's um, never going to affect game of thrones it's worth so much money uh, it's well yeah you it's stick worth a tariff so much... on some of those services they're still going to have those services <laughs> yeah. they're not going to stop doing it um and one it's only got a couple more seasons left in it anyway because they've already said that the next couple of seasons are going to be shorter they've already said that they'd already said that before the vote happened and also um it hasn't had any eu funding since the second season so doesn't need it yeah exactly all of us fund it um so it you know it, it's not going to be affected and uh, outlander which films in scotland they've also said um they don't see any issues with it either um it, and to be honest, most shows in the UK, uh, an awful lot of them are co-productions with the US, particularly the the big sort of Sky ones. There are some which are co-productions with EU countries. But, but the thing is, it, they, only, they only ever sort of really plan these things one season at a time. Yeah, And it's exactly. two years before anything changes. Yeah. At, you know, at the very least. So Yeah, exactly. It's and, not, you know. It's probably not even figuring in their planning really yet. Yeah. I don't think it will be at the moment. Uh, I mean, there are underlying funding issues which are going to cause problems for the industry as a whole, mm -hmm. but for specific shows, it's uh, don't worry for the moment. Maybe some of that three hundred and fifty million pounds a week they promised the NHS <laughs> could go there instead. I'm going to stop now. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop it, it now. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Not bitter. Speaking of backstabbing politics, um, Game of Thrones <laughs> finished yesterday. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I thought smooth, smooth. Um, so yes, Game of Thrones finished last night. Um, 
I'm assuming you watched it. Of course I did. What did you think? What did you think of the season? Actually, spoilers, I should say. Spoilers. 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 So, yes, that's the spoiler alert because we are going to talk about um, Game of Thrones, the finale. We're also going to talk, I think, about just this season in general. So you uh, might want to jump forward about 15 minutes if uh, <laughs> if you don't want to be spoiled by anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah it might be a bit longer than that <laughs> um so yes what did you think of the show last night it was amazing right <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't normally shower compliments on anything but it was amazing i mean uh, even the music the, the, the music, yeah, I mean, made it absolutely. That, he made he it. did. Um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, but yeah, he did a phenomenal job last night. The pressure really, and really the tension, good. even though you really knew what was happening, there wasn't a lot of surprises there. But it was yeah. just no, it was but just the, it was stuff that we kind of knew was coming. It's almost like we've been holding our breath, waiting for some of this stuff to happen. Yeah, and it finally happened. And that, the same goes for the for the previous episode as well. Um, yes, yeah, you know, it's it just. It was just really good. Um, everyone in it as well. I mean, the, the actors are uh, absolutely nailing it. Yeah, absolutely nailing it. They 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 are all doing a really really good job. Yeah. Um. I, and he, I know it was longer, but it didn't feel longer. Um. And I just I just now want to see the next season. Yeah, I it's and and <sighs> the previous season didn't leave me feeling that way. No, no. The previous season made me feeling like, oh, maybe <clears> I've <throat> had enough now and I'm not that fussed. And I came into this season thinking, oh, I'll give it another we'll give chance. It, a shot. And it sucked me in within a couple of episodes. I was like, this yeah. is just really good again. But I mean, if you think the, the episode started, the, the season started um, this year with Jon Snow being dead. Yeah. Um, you well, we got, all knew that he wasn't really going to yeah, stay but there. We all kind of pretty much knew that he wasn't going to stay that way. But, you know, so you, you had that to kind of come back. You got um, st- the stuff going on with Ramsay at Winterfell. You got the uh, Daenerys being taken by the Dothraki. So, I mean, you know, you think you where we kind of started... You could see where that was going to end up, Yeah, 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 yeah you could. But, um, yeah, oh, Arya had been blinded and was living as a beggar in the street yeah, as well. it started pretty grim. Yeah, the whole thing started sort of pretty grim. And then you end up with, I mean, the last couple of episodes in particular, I mean, the whole season's been absolutely brilliant. And, uh, you know, that you've got... It's funny that that you've got something major like the fact that they brought Jon Snow back to life and it actually probably wouldn't make the top five things no. of this season for me. No, not at all. <laughs> you know, not at all. Um, I mean, the the, the whole—that's actually a pretty minor. I suppose we knew it was going to happen, but that was a pretty minor thing. Yeah, a pretty minor thing. I mean, the, the dogs at the end of at the end of the previous episode. Oh yeah, the, the end whole of, execution end of, and yeah, just. Yeah, I mean the I, the execution that that entire battle sequence actually of the last episode was uh, just phenomenal. You know the um the the thing with him getting sucked under by the um the 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 bodies. Bodies. Yeah. yeah. And him kind of coming up and gasping for air. Yeah. Apparently the entire sequence was made up on the day. Um because they had a much more elaborate script 
and they were getting to the point where he wasn't going they they just weren't going to have the time and the money to finish the thing as it was on the I, page I, I actually that didn't that didn't appear improvised to me because it was the whole of Game of Thrones has so far been concentrating on the people at the top of society yeah top of that hierarchy and there's been lots of people I mean lots of them have died as well yeah but, literally thousands of everybody else have died yeah. so the little people the soldiers the foot soldiers they yeah. they've been dying by the hundred yeah. and nobody's really it's not really being kind of noted and then you got this scene in the middle of a battle where all of a sudden he's nothing more than another body on the battlefield yeah and it's all panic and you and it's really the view of instead of the, the people on the horses at the back or at the front all yeah, doing yeah. their own things it's the view of the foot soldier yeah. who's just a grunt, basically. I yeah. don't know that he's, you know, that's not how he ended out, but that's the, that's, I thought that was really kind of a, yeah. a, a really important thing. I thought it was a really good, you know, yeah. a I, real it, contrast. It came, I mean, it came out absolutely brilliantly. And that sort of, that sequence works so, so well. I'd be very interested to see what was actually in the script and what they actually yeah. planned. Because if that wasn't what they planned, I, I, no, you know, I mean, they I, planned this big, this other big, I, mean, I was so relieved as well when the Riders of Rohan came. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, and yeah. oh, no, wait, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was that not a little bit? I don't know. Yeah, um, it was a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty amazing. Um, but you know, she could have mentioned it. Yeah, I, I'm not entirely I sure why she didn't a, mention there it. There's a reference to it in the in the in the last episode. Like, oh, sorry, I didn't mention the yeah. reinforcements. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do kind of think. I, I'm not entirely sure why she didn't mention it, unless she didn't want to tell him because she thought maybe, Littlefinger wouldn't come yeah, through. Maybe there's the element of not really being sure if it would happen. But yeah, um, but yeah. And and his, uh, I did I did think that that scene on the top of the battlements where she said oh you know <laughs> sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I thought that was really really quite touching as well you know mm. that they're they're kind of siblings with well, them not really are they we know that um, yeah no, they're not they're that. not siblings they're cousins they're I guess. cousins right yeah um, I'm, I'm I'm that's another thing that I'm, I knew that I knew who his I knew who his parents really were. yeah well they, that's that's a rumor that had been floating around but, for but a that long scene time. Was just really nice and it just after all the gore and the carnage and the horrible events yeah and it just reminded you that they were like you know people really changed yeah. people yeah you know they're both totally different to to the characters they were at the beginning but yeah uh, still people and I thought that was just really good yeah I can't I I have, I have no faults for it no I it, it, was probably the best episode um of game of thrones they've ever made yesterday uh really i i i really really liked it i really uh, liked it okay it, 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 possibly, it's certainly top three it gathered i mean up a lot of loose ends yeah i think one of the things that, that one of the things about game of thrones certainly the previous season as well there's lots of things going on in lots of different places that didn't seem to amount to much yeah. Whereas in the in the last episode, a lot of these loose ends and a lot of these, you know, a lot of these different factions that have just been left out are, are all sort of tied up now. And all of a sudden, you've got all the actions happening in two places. Mm. You know, it's all going to happen at, at King's Landing yeah. and in the north. And all of a sudden, there isn't. There's not lots and lots of things going on. Yeah, it has. That's the thing. It has been so kind of disparate up yeah. until now. Um, I mean, you know where you ended up for, with the episode yesterday you've got i mean the the major events to come out of of the uh the episode the winter winter um 
finale, you've got the parentage of Jon Snow yeah. being half Targaryen, um, half Stark. Jon Snow, King of the North. Jon Snow, King of, and becoming King, King of, of the, the North. North. Yeah, I love that. I don't know whether it's a... But a whole bunch of Northern accents shouting, King of the North! King of the North! <laughs> it's, it's like... <laughs> Everyone get your pies and your ferrets and your, <laughs> out for a bitter. <laughs> so, just would have only been happy if they were all wearing flat caps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I really like that. And I think, you know, so it's put him in a very solid position. You've got Daenerys finally leaving for Westeros yeah. as well. Um, You've got Killer Arya, Arya Stark. Yeah, it's slightly psychotic. Your sons are in a pie. Yes, <laughs> put them in a pie. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, good on um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like he didn't deserve it because he was a loathsome character. But... Absolutely, and they made him more loathsome. In that. Yeah. they just reminded you. There's a, that scene where where he talks With about Jamie. Yeah, 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 just to remind remind everybody yeah. just how loathsome he really is. Yeah. And Jamie's parting shot of, um, you know, if we have to come up here every time you get into trouble, then what do we need you for as well? Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny that, that you know, the, the Lannister army's just marched back south again. And probably they're going to have to march back north again <laughs> yeah, pretty quickly because things are yeah. all meant to get shaped again. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it'd be interesting to see where things go now. Um, because, you know, next season... Will will John be perfectly happy just saying, you know, I've got Winterfell back. That's all I really no, wanted. No, he's the king of the north. Yeah, but all, the the thing that, that obviously the big thing at the end was that winters winters winter is arrived. here. Winters yeah. arrived, and then they jokes for Dad always said that was going to happen. So that was quite yeah. a funny <laughs> yeah, yeah. funny line. So you know, you got the White Walkers there. That's that's the big sort of extra spanner in the works. I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, otherwise, think... it could become a. The North, the South, the war in the South, and then what are they doing? But you've got that extra that extra thing. And I think Jon Snow's t- attention will be kind of drawn back to the wall, maybe. Yeah, I he, mean... You know, he's not going to ignore it. No. He can't ignore it. He, he, he's seen it. He knows He knows what it's about. So his attention... And there's only about three three people now left guarding the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. So um, he, he's not going to be able to ignore that, I don't think. No, I I think he's going to end up sort of back defending there as well. While they're I, all fighting in the south, I yeah, think that's going to be maybe, the... maybe. I mean that that was the one thing. There are three dragons, of course, and potentially three Targaryens. Yeah, because oh, um, you you've got John and you've got Daenerys. Yeah, and there are various thoughts and rumors that the other one um might be Tywin um. Uh, Ty- Tywin, yeah, the dwarf. Tyrion. Tyrion, that's Tywin it. Tywin was his father. Tywin's father, yeah. yes, sorry. Tyrion, yes, no. Tyrion. Sorry, his name went completely out of my head. Um, I did, I did, I did, I didn't cry or anything, but I did when, when he was made Queen's Hand. Yeah. That was a night quite that was, touching. That was very was, sweet. There was some the very sweet cynical, moments. He's been the most cynical character, the, and he's of, like, all of a sudden was totally uncynical and totally sort of laid bare there. I thought it was quite cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite cool. But yeah, and no, of course, we, well, we haven't mentioned from yesterday's episode is Cersei. 
Yeah. Who is well, now Queen. That was amazing as well. Yeah, that is, I mean, you know, there was so much she stuff was, in that She episode. was putting on her, you know, she was put on a business suit. You yeah. know, that, that bit where oh, she's yeah. good. It's like, you know, things are going to go badly for That's, people. That was her evil queen Power outfit. dressing. Yeah, <laughs> it, was it really queen. was her evil queen. She was just missing a, a slightly higher colour. Yeah, slightly <laughs> high colour and purple lipstick. But that was, that was like totally her evil queen outfit. I was, I was very impressed with that. I, yeah. I just knew things were going to go horribly wrong well, for the you High kind of. Um, that also brings in something else as well is the fact that Bran Bran can seemingly see the future because that was in Bran's vision yeah from a few episodes back yeah yeah so that implies that Bran can see potentially future events as well it's hard to know where he's going to end up he's like a bit of a wild card I don't know I suspect I mean he's going to end up probably well obviously back at the wall because they're there basically anyway yeah but I suspect he'll end up back at Winterfell. So he would be, in theory, assuming that the that the inheritance and everything that is is goes through the male line. Yeah, he would be the the proper Lord of Winterfell, right? He's the he remaining. Would be, yeah. He's the remaining proper heir. Yes, he so that is would confuse things heir. a little bit. Yeah, potentially. Um, uh, although whether he'd actually whether he'd actually want it, no, probably not. He'll probably tell you never get where have you been? Well, you'll never believe what has happened to me. <laughs> you would not believe. And of course, the other major event this season as well is Hodor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's been so many things. Um just you know, Hodor. You've got a Sam as well. Sam kind of finally getting to become a maester and Yeah, that was library. quite a funny. Like yeah. I know that was, I suppose, one of the least impactful. Yeah pieces but that was quite that was quite yeah. a nice bit of light relief and the, the library did you notice in the library yeah the things the in the ceiling the chandeliers are the, ceiling, are, are yeah. the um the bits from the start yeah. of the uh, title sequence yeah and the other thing the other thing on the title sequence as well is the stark logo appears back on the top of winterfell yeah um yeah they changed that back as yeah, well, well. They, they've, they've kind of modified that as they went through so when yeah, winterfell yeah. first fell it it had smoke coming out of it as well yeah yeah so that, and then it had uh and then it had the bolton logo on the it for a while man. with the uh yeah the flayed yeah. man with the with the start logo crump like crushed by the side of it yeah um yeah they, i mean it's just amazing and I, I think the um the other thing that that that's been in a few episodes now the the depiction of um sean bean as uh, the young sean bean yeah that's an amazing bit of casting it is it really is it really is a good bit of casting um, that it's yeah, and and, and I can't, they got the hair right and everything, but and yeah, I, is it is it even it's the, the 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 voice and the accent and everything? Is this guy is this guy from Sheffield as well, or has yeah. he just nailed it completely? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The accent's so close. It's just the voice generally. Yeah, it's totally. Yeah, no. It's, it's totally. It's in fact, the so first good. time I first time I heard, it, I was like, "Is that actually Sean yeah, Bean? Yeah, they just overdubbed Sean Bean onto it because that." I genuinely did think that was that was the case, but I don't think it is. Now, no, but. I don't think it is, but I think he's just maybe maybe they put a call out for Sean Bean impressionists. Yeah, <laughs> I and I think the other thing is that the Mad King probably wasn't as bad as well. He obviously was quite bad, but he obviously had a, a softer side. <laughs> in well, that, in that the 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 you know the parentage of Jon Snow. It was. It wasn't necessarily some of the some of the hints all the way through it. So, um, Littlefinger. Um, sort of alluded to it as well that that he didn't kidnap. Yeah, he didn't kidnap her. She ran off. She with ran him. off with him. Yeah, she and, ran off with. And the... when you got the King's Guard as well, so in that in that flashback sequence, you got two members of the King's Guard. One of which is 
Um, like yes. the best swordsman in the whole of in the whole of Westeros. Yeah, and who, sh- who could have been left, but was actually left behind to protect that. And yeah, you think that's quite a. Yeah, although I mean, it's it's possible that the son was doing it without the king's, without his, because it's the son, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So it's possible the son was doing it without his father's knowledge, maybe. But <sighs> don't know. Uh, it, it, it's there's there's still there are still things, still questions, but. They've answered lots of questions. Yeah, yeah. It answered lots of things. And but yes, I mean, you could potentially end up in a situation where you have like Daenerys on one dragon, Jon Snow on another, and Tyrion on another, possibly. Because remember how when Tyrion Tyrion went in and unchained the dragons. Yeah. And they didn't eat him. And they didn't eat him. And that's always been so you think a question how, mark. Do you think that's how the the um parentage of Jon Snow will come out then because in theory there's, I don't think there's anybody that really knows that's alive is there other than Bran oh no. yeah I suppose I didn't think about so that I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I assume Bran will tell yeah. Um but yes it, it, there is also the question of, of Tyrion's parentage as well um, of whether the I think it's whether the mother is a Targaryen potentially right I don't remember um but but yeah, there's that's that's also been questioned. A dwarf on a a dwarf on a. Um... Well, they've got one of the dragons is a bit smaller than the other. You <laughs> can take that one. <laughs> it's good. Oh, it's just the more you talk about it, the more that it, it's like got layers and yeah. layers and layers. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just so much stuff. I mean, you know, particularly from this season. I, <laughs> To say, you know, there's, there's like, you know, you think, you'd think that Jon Snow getting reawakened would be quite a major thing, but in the scheme of everything else that's happened this season, it's, you know, Jon Snow coming back to life is kind of way down the list compared to even Hodor getting killed. Yeah, and the whole hold the door thing. Yeah, and Yun, what was the giant called? Yun Yun or Oh Yun Yun? I don't think his name Wun, was Woo Woo. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> He's named Woo, after a cocktail. Yun Yun. Yun Yun. I thought yun. it was with a W. Wum Wum. Wum Wum. Wum Lost one. Not more results. <laughs> it probably wasn't his name. It's just... <laughs> but that was quite. Cool. That was quite. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was that was quite. That was the a, end of a, him was quite sort of heavy yeah. as well. Yeah. No, there was there was various moments throughout. Have been it's just very well written. Red, it was definitely up to Red Wedding standard. That yeah. Episode, I think. Yeah. That, oh, that definitely. Red Wedding is kind of you know the the the, the thing you measure yeah. everything against. I that. mean that that Red Wedding. Um, the the red wedding being being kind of I think okay probably is the best episode they've they've done or certainly that scene yeah. of that episode I think it's scenes certainly with with Game of Thrones I think I think that's one of the top scenes I was I was kind of, I was kind of hoping that we'd have a hound versus the mountain standoff yeah I you know? I think that'll come I still yeah. think that'll come because because they were two um, hound and uh, Brienne were both missing from last night's episode yeah. Um, yeah, because uh, like Hound was kind of rescued, and and you know, yeah, from his from his predicament. And I just thought, I thought perhaps, and there was a there was a lot of this going around on on Twitter. There was that thought that um, if there was going to be a trial by combat, yeah, that that they'd end up they'd end up being Putting like the, the champions on both sides. Yeah, yeah uh, maybe, but no, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I suspect that battle will come. Yeah. Um, I, There's I, a lot of retribution. It's kind of a retribution-heavy yeah. series, isn't it? Yeah. Often And often that retribution's at great cost. To, yeah. To, so, it, you know, it's not, all, it's not usually worth it. Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully that battle will come. I would like to see the Hound and Aria together again at some point. <laughs> we'll need to... <laughs> yeah, well, like a double act. Yeah, because they're really good. Tag team. They'd be um, quite dangerous. I does didn't, make... she say, didn't she say that... Um, wasn't there... I can't remember what episode it was in. When she was talking about her list. And didn't she say that... She didn't regret killing the Hound. Or she didn't regret walking after the Hound. But she wasn't quite so... She didn't hate him as much or something no, like that. He was yeah, on the list, maybe. but she by the time she did it, she wasn't really there was like an element yeah. of Yeah, maybe she probably wouldn't want to kill him if he rocked up again. So Yeah. Maybe. I would like to see those two mate again, because they were quite an entertaining. I was quite act. upset when she when she sort of Yeah, walked off. Yeah, yeah. walked off and, and left him. Last season. Yeah. 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 And um and other notable death death last night, of course, was Tom and yeah <laughs> somebody I, I posted on twitter saying uh uh you know one word epic after the after the episode aired last night um and uh somebody posted back going one word is more. It, <laughs> somebody posted back going is it jump out of a window epic <laughs> yeah yeah it was quite a but you oh, you knew that was gonna happen you knew he was gonna do that as well because the 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 camera didn't move yeah, and you heard the footsteps. Now I've not heard footsteps in Game of Thrones before, <laughs> but he had most of had his heels on, and yeah. he was clunk, clunking around. And then he just he took his crown off and jumped out the window. And mm. um, and his mum didn't really seem that fussed. No, I think possibly because of the whole um, prophecy thing. Yeah. yeah, well, there's the trial. There's the trial, so he didn't really dear himself to his mother no. very much. And there was the whole prophecy that that all of her children would die. Yeah. Um, so she and, kind of knew that were probably coming. And the prophecy uh, in the series is, isn't the same as the prophecy in the books. Isn't it really? So there's an extra bit on the end of the prophecy in the books that says that, um, I can't remember what the word is, but she'll be killed by the something which is supposed to be High Valerian for Little Brother. Okay. Um, but that's missing from the film. That's notably missing from the film. Um, Interesting. Unless that that will come back in. Maybe there'll be more flashbacks. I don't know. Yeah. But it's a bit of a, well, how many little brothers has she got? <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe that's where the, um, maybe that's where the Tyrion yeah. rumour comes from. Yeah. Possibly. But I mean that, you know, that's, you know, see, we're, we're probably moving away from the books. Yeah, we are, but they are still being sort of story guided by George R. R. Martin. Yeah. Just thankful. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hopefully they're not having to wade through 150,000 pages of no, and, and people I think, walking through snow. And, and, do you think, <laughs> and do you think the difference between this season and last season... Um, is is kind of down to that as well. Because I, I it, think it, it is. dragged a bit. 
I think it is. And from, I mean, I've not read the books, but from what I know of people that have read the books and seen the TV series, much as they love the books, they do uh, uh, quite a lot of them will admit that there are things in the TV series that improved yeah. on the story structure. Yeah. Um, and the flow just, of the drama. Yeah. Just the flow of it yeah. works a lot better. You know, I, that may be the case. I think it may just be that by not having to stick so closely, you can just make a, make a better TV series. Yeah. Have we got to pick sides now as well? Because it's we're moving into probably not the end game as such, but we we, we probably should be picking sides. Because one of the things that, that I've, I've realised is there aren't really many sides left that you don't kind of think have some sort of empathy with. Yeah. So you know who who you know who who, who you pick. Um, what team are well, you? Well, you see, I think Danny and Jon Snow will end up on the same side. Yeah. So. I think it's got to be them. House Targaryen. Yeah, House Targaryen. Okay. House Targaryen slash Stark, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's got to be that side. Yeah, see, I, it can't I, be Lannister, surely. I don't know. I I quite I quite like the intrigue and I quite like the the coldness yeah, of it. You don't want all. them you don't want them to be in charge though, particularly. No, I suppose not. No, not really. But like Jamie Lannister his character's kind of... I do like Jamie. He's Lansky. changed, hasn't he? See, that whole... Yeah. When he was captured and the whole thing with Brian of Tarth and he, he, he's kind of a lot more... He's softer, isn't he? He's a softer yeah. character. He's a bit I jaded, do like Jamie. It's just Cersei's... Cersei. I mean, let's not forget, he did push a small child out of a window <laughs> in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. No, and he's... I think he's, he's uh, got he, nicer since then. <laughs> he's got nicer. He's still morally ambiguous in some areas, yes. let's be honest. Um, but he's not quite... He's not quite the anti-hero that he began as. No, that's you know, He's true. an arrogant... Yeah. Nasty piece of work, wasn't he, to begin with? And yeah. now he's not that at all. Yeah. No, I must go back and just binge watch the whole lot from the beginning. Wow. I, I, I many, should at many, some point do that. How many days would that require? Well, there are only 10 episodes each. So you're only talking a couple of, well, we're in season six. So, you know, and a normal standard TV show is, what, 24 episodes. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's, more no, it's hours. not that bad. It's more hours than you normally work in a week these days. Have <laughs> <laughs> you know I work every day? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. So, we what do we reckon? Just to round off the Game of Thrones stuff. So, what what are we looking forward to 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 seeing next season? The White Walkers. The White Walkers. The attack from the White Walkers. Yeah, uh, the attack from the north, and then the attack, and the attack the on King's Landing as yeah, well. Yeah, I that think fleet rocking. I think that fleet rocking up on King's Landing is going to be the Dothraki and Westeros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be really. Will interesting. she be able to keep control of them? Yeah, because she's going to very quickly become Westerosian nobility. Really, she's going to yeah, start yeah, yeah. fitting in. And she even it was even mentioned that you know she's going to need to build alliances, and that will need that will probably mean marriage and stuff. A bit awkward if she married Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a bit of a Star Wars moment nearly. Going there. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope Bran gets to Jon before <laughs> before no, <laughs> slow motion <laughs> through the chapel door. No, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so yeah, there's there's like. There's going to be war at either end, I think. 
So there's probably some nice contrast as well. Mm. Some nice contrast between the, you know, the dirty war at the at the south end and then the yeah. kind of fight, the ex- existential fight at the other end. Yeah. No, that, that I'm... And Littlefinger, right? He's not gone away. No. He's got his yes. plans, but he's, his plans have been, he's kind of become, yeah, he, he's not in charge of it anymore. He's lost control no, of his scheme I, and he's, so, he kicked it all off, really. Yeah. yeah his so, scheming's been a constant thread throughout and yeah, seems so, to have lost it a bit. Yes, don't know what's going to happen with Littlefinger. Can't quite figure out. What's going out. on with his hair? Don't know. He's got, his hair's gone weird, right? <laughs> he's got like, it's kind of white around the sides and then sort of black on top like a hat. <laughs> I was just couldn't, I was fixated by that that scene in the sort of forest. Western fashion choice. Yeah, obviously. that scene in the forest and, and he was talking to Sansa yeah. and she turns him down. Yeah. And it's like a really key scene, I think. Yeah. And I was just fixated on his hair. <laughs> what, what's going on? Hmm. Yeah. He's just got weird hair. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's just got odd hair. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so there's a lot. just a lot to come, I think. Yeah. And it will be April-ish next year, assuming okay. it starts at the same sort of time. Okay. So. So we're going to get tattoos of our of our chosen houses. Then <laughs> <laughs> you can if you like. Let's do it. Let's do it, and we'll take the photographs. <laughs> you can if you like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's move on from Game of Thrones. I think we've covered that in substantial quantities. On to uh, some other film and TV news. <laughs> So, a couple of news stories this week. The first bit is um, more DC casting, which there seems to be a ton of it. We've we've been going over uh, the the last few weeks. Um, Chad L. Coleman, who will be best known to most people as Tyrese in The Walking Dead, has been cast in Arrow as a character called Tobias Church. Um, he's described as an imposing gangster looking to unite the various criminal enterprises in Star City under a singular command. So he's basically a mob boss. Kingpin. King, well, apart from wrong franchise, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, um, Tobias Church. I'm, I looked that name up, but I don't think anything came up. I'm wondering, I don't know, don't know who that could be. But um, yes, don't know whether that's a new character or an old character or what. The, don't they have enough characters? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's, the, that's the... But that's the thing with Arrow. This is the thing that bugs me with Arrow is that randomly I was talking about this last week um they've got a character called Artemis starting which is some bizarre kind of I think she's been on the Young Justice cartoon but not a particularly well-known character and it's another archer and they seem to be dredging through finding sort of D E F list DC characters so that they don't end up in films that they've got to then well yeah possibly but you kind of think surely it wouldn't be too much of a problem they're adding Superman to Supergirl yeah so surely it wouldn't be a problem to stick I don't know a Nightwing or a Batgirl or you know something like that yeah into Arrow but if it's a if it's a really well known character does that run the risk of Overbalancing the cast, do you, know, do you know what I mean? If you, you've got maybe, maybe you, know, I don't you don't know. want to have someone that's like really well known or people have got got really high expectations of. You, you're gonna, you've Possibly. got to deal with that, and you've you you're the 
I don't, I don't know. know. I just it's safer to go for someone that has only ever appeared in two two episodes of some two comics. Yeah, maybe in three maybe, frames. Maybe that's where they're going. Um, on Supergirl, they've cast uh, Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman, oh, wow. as the president. <laughs> so I'm really going to show my age now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one I of watched my it first too. crushes, <laughs> <laughs> alongside Colonel Wilma Deering. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, you really are showing your age. Now. I need to just get my coat, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> and my Zimmer frame. Yes. Um, so yeah, the rumours have been flying around that the producers have been after her since season one, but they hadn't managed to make it work. Um, she's going to be playing the president in uh, season two. She was Linda Carter for the younger people amongst you was uh, Wonder Woman on the Wonder Woman TV show in the sort of seventies, eighties. It was basically it was the reruns that I saw. That yeah, I yeah, it would have been it, it was sort of seventies, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? So. Yeah. Yeah, it was reruns that we saw. We're not the that reruns of the reruns. <laughs> <I think. laughs> um, so she's going to be um, play, playing president. She debuts in the third episode of season two, and will be popping up in various episodes throughout. Now I've got that noise so. of when she jumped over buildings. Stuck in my head. Um, and uh, last bit of DC casting news um, is for Gotham. They've cast a new version of Poison Ivy. Now, there is already a girl in the show that's called Ivy, and it's played by a 14-year-old called Claire Foley. However, that what they've decided is they want a version of Poison Ivy that's closer to the comic book version. So they've arranged a way of making her grow up very quickly, basically. So as an encounter with one of the monsters from it that broke out of the Indian Hill facility puts her through a sort of rebirthing process, which when she comes out, she's older and she's 19 years old. Uh, it's played by a girl called Maggie Gear, um, who's been on All My Children. That's the only thing, the major sort of thing I've seen her in. Uh, she's apparently got a sight set on a young Bruce Wayne as well so yes she'll, she'll go weird. it's it's yeah basically i think it's a fudge isn't it it's a fudge is is what that is um to try and get because the, they wanted to use poison ivy but you couldn't have a 14 year old poison ivy that would be a bit weird it would um so they needed well, a technically this is still a 14 year old poison ivy um, just thought i'd throw that out there <laughs> yes it yeah, is legally yes it is um, i guess yeah. but um She's it's been played by a nineteen year old different actress, so okay. you're fine. <laughs> but yes, they they then she's she's got her sights set on uh, Bruce Wayne, who I'm not sure how old Bruce Wayne will be now, sixteen, maybe seventeen. So but yeah, so that's that's happening with Gotham, apparently. And um also in the news, Brian Cranston has been cast as Zordon in the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> so I don't understand this. Is it is it are they uh, is the Power Rangers movie now being taken seriously? Is it being done properly? Is it um or is it the same as, as all the previous ones, in which case what what? No, what is going on? No, well it's a bigger budget. Yeah. They are doing it as a as a larger budget film um i'm trying to remember the name of the actress they've got playing pink power ranger um no the, all the power rangers are relative newcomers okay i think they're or they've, they've done sort of bits of tv work brian cranston is playing zordon who is if you know the zordon power rangers, of eltar yeah he's he's basically appears on screen in a kind of um 
wibbly kind of light thing. Like in the, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, a bit of that sort of thing, yes. Um, so he's playing that. It's sort of a blue light thing. Uh, they've got... Uh, who was it playing? Oh, Elizabeth Banks from the Hunger Games and Fever Pitch playing Rita Repulsa <laughs> as well. Um, and yeah, the Power Rangers themselves, they're all relative unknowns. I think, you know, some of them have been kind of pop singers and, you know, other things like that, but then nobody's, there's no real massive names for the actual Power Rangers. So are they, is this, is this movie being, it's a bigger budget. Is it being aimed at a wider audience? Is it, are they trying to make it a proper thing? I I don't know. I I I'm not sure how it's going to be pitched yet. Whether they're going for a sort of, you know, older generation that might have remembered it as kids possibly. Yeah. Oh yeah, I suppose it is old um, enough now to be yeah, sort of yeah, almost it retro is. thing. It, it kind of is. Yeah, it's just gone on forever, but yeah, the original I mean, one is is quite old now. Was it yeah, 10 years so, old more than that? at least I would have thought. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure, but it's certainly got a large budget to it. Um, I, I, I think it's probably, I mean, it'll still be aimed as a family movie and my gut feelings, it'll probably still be awful, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So at least they're trying, they're, they're making an effort. <laughs> and that's what counts. And that's what counts. <laughs> So yes, not the, not like the England football team. Let's not talk about that either. <laughs> no, it's not good in Europe generally, are we? Let's be <laughs> no, <laughs> right. Um, so uh, that's the news for this week. Now it's time for an interview. The interview this week is with Twilight Vampire Diaries and Nashville star Charlie Booley. You may have seen him recently in Colony uh, on Sky One playing a character called Eckhart. He was in Extant, the um, Halle Berry thing. He played Charles Wentworth on Nashville, played Galen Vaughan, Vampire Hunter on Vampire Diaries. He was Dimitri in Twilight Saga. Uh, and he's got a new movie called Bachelor Games, which is uh, coming out now. It's a... Uh, a British sort of horror thriller where five friends embark on a bachelor weekend to Argentina. Uh, everybody expects the usual hedonistic sort of antics, um, but they find themselves stranded, wounded and hunted through the Andes. So uh, as a, what appears to be an elaborate scheme for revenge goes horribly awry. I only got about 10 minutes to talk to him. So uh, here's the interview. It's only about 10 minutes long. We'll see you afterwards with some air info. <laughs> Hi, Charlie. Hello, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. You're, you're in the UK, aren't you? Obviously, by your accent. Yes, yes, I am in the UK. Uh, for a, a website called Geek Town. Fantastic. Well, listen, I am a closet geek. I'm yet to come out. <laughs> and uh, but I'm feeling I'm feeling very drawn to the uh, the dark side <laughs> Good. Of, of, of the geek world. <laughs> so Good. please make your questions interesting and intricate. <laughs> right. I well I I shall try to do that. Um, no, so no um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> um, so you're you're based in LA, aren't you? I do. I've lived in LA for seven years and. Uh, I actually did my my whole career has been been American based. I've I've done a couple of British movies, Bachelor Games being one of them. Hammer of the Gods was the other one I did for Vertigo. You might um, 
know those guys. They produce a lot of million dollar movies like Bronson. Yeah. Which yeah. obviously launched Tom Hardy. So um yeah, I, I love coming back to the UK and doing doing movies. I love working with the Brits. Obviously my family still lives at home and uh I think uh, ultimately in the future I think I'll probably sort of venture back there. But but it's been a West Coast education for me, and it's it's, it's been really interesting in that sense because I've not done the typical drama school route, and I've you know I've plowed into to Hollywood this way, and it's been somewhat easier in that sense. But also I've been you know there's been a lot of learning along the way as I've, as I've gone along. So a lot of my experience has been on on on, on the movies, as you can see yeah. <laughs> by my wide-eyed expression <laughs> in a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the film you're on really to talk about first is uh, Bachelor Games, which is this uh, the, this new movie. Do you just want to give a, a quick explanation of it? Yeah, five idiots go to Argentina and um, <laughs> and on a stag do into the middle of nowhere, and um, four of those idiots decide to play a trick on the other idiot, and I'm the idiot. Right. I'm one of I'm, I'm the other idiot. So and to be fair you know justly they, they they plan to scare the crap out of me by um enacting um a local legend of this um hunter character called Cumbre de Montero right. you know I might I might be wrong um it goes really badly wrong yeah. it turns from a a very sort of um jovial uh, in between esque sort of um, hangover style movie um, involving five British dudes in the middle of nowhere in Argentina into a sort of uh, thriller more akin to The Hills, for example. And, um, right. and, and the stakes of the operation go up very, very quickly uh, in a short amount of time, which turns what is like sightseers in um, Argentina into something, you know, like I said, more akin to um, a horror movie. Yeah. So it's, um, it's pretty cool like that, yeah. Did you actually go out to Argentina to shoot it? Because I know a lot of the time they, the, with these sort of films, they tend to use other locations. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we went out to Argentina. Nice. We were there for seven weeks in Salta, which is in the northwest corner of Argentina, near the Bolivian border. And um, we only had the Andes really separating us from Bolivia and Chile. Um, but um, it's one of the best wine winemaking regions in South America. Um, and um, it, the wine's really cheap. So <laughs> we had a great time. <laughs> uh, the, food, <laughs> the food's fantastic. The steak is, the meat is all so fresh. And, you know, we, uh, we just, it, it was just a wonderful experience for seven weeks. And the people are wonderful, all playing their yokel instruments. And, <laughs> you know, we just, had a, we just had a great time out there. Did any of you guys know each other beforehand? Because obviously you're playing this quite closely knit group of friends. I think a couple of us might have met up for a bit beforehand but right. otherwise it was it was five strangers right. um but um yeah the, the the interesting when we had about a week of rehearsal as well beforehand which was um important for uh it was important for georgie and ed mcgowan the director that we we had that bonding experience beforehand in order to authenticate the uh the experiences obviously some, there was some um quite technical technical um scenes which we rehearsed as well we rehearsed a lot because there was just a a sense of a sense of, like you said, a sense of that we'd known each other for a while. 
yeah that needed to be purveyed in those in those scenes in order for us to get, pull them off so we did do quite extensive um rehearsals uh, before that and then you know just 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 being in argentina living under the same roof traveling around and band it was an indie movie it really was you know it was a it was a classic indie movie in the sense that we all chipped in and we all helped with everything you know it's a great leveler and all the cast hang, hung out with the crew there was no prima donnas in there and um <laughs> and what uh, what and, and you you see that in a movie you can you can often see if if, if that's uh, if that's the case but this time it was it was a classic indie movie in the sense that we all chipped in and we all just sort of pulled our weight and um that comes off in 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 the movie and i think you know the editors have done a great job of making it quite a fluid slick um little indie with um where all of our relationships are think uh, are quite genuine yeah yeah you've done a number of horrors uh you know various horror genre things is that something that appeals to you you don't kind of get very squeamish with blood and stuff yeah um oh you mean like the vampire ones <laughs> <laughs> well there are there um, are the vampire ones yes yeah, yeah. um you know i think uh, i'd say less less horror i love thriller i love the thriller genre i think anything with a twist is is great. I love it. I love anything that keeps you on the edge of your seat. I, I love experience in movies. I don't need to see someone sort of being all artsy fartsy for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, I love I love I love film as an experience. I love to be taken on a journey. And um, this particular movie, Bachelor Games, it does does go into that thriller thriller genre sort of in in the second act. So right. Um, but but horrors, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all about horrors. You know. <laughs> um, you know, there's some cracking horrors out there. Uh, I think my favorite horror movie would have been this old 90s movie called Event Horizon. Do you oh, remember that yes, one? Yes, yes. I believe I saw that in the cinema, actually. <laughs> terrifying. Yes, yes. yeah, it terrifying was. Movie. Absolutely terrifying. I would love to do something like that. I mean, I'm quite a dark creature underneath this sort of funny experience. <laughs> and uh, anything, anything along those lines just really, really tickles me. So. Yeah, sort of going to the other end of the scale, some of your TV work, we have a lot of Nashville fans, I know, on the website. And you, of course, uh, turned up in Nashville. Um, how was the experience yeah, working on that? It was fantastic. I was very lucky to be working with Hayden Tenetier and uh, most of the time. Yeah. And she's just a ball of energy who, who, who just welcomed me so wonderfully onto a set that was already two or three seasons deep at that point. And I felt very welcomed in uh, that role um, next to her for, I think, about six episodes in the end. She was, um, yeah, just incredibly giving person. And she was, uh, actually was a wonderful place. But, you know, my, my experience on set was, was, was primarily with Hayden and uh, just, just, just just a wonderful person to work with so she really made it very easy for me to just step into that role of uh, Charlie Wentworth and um <laughs> and 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 you know as a as an actress she played the um she certainly um well because I was playing a billionaire and she was playing this like little pop star so she there was no she's just a very humble person yeah yeah, yeah. uh I've got a list of quick questions so I'll just fire questions mm. at you and just come back with answers. So let's see how this goes. <laughs> okay, so what was the third thing you did when you woke up this morning? I plugged my iPhone in. There you go. <laughs> uh, what's some, I'm talking right now. Uh, what's something new you learned in the past week? Kayaking. 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 Nice. <laughs> yeah. 
I've got a mate that does that. Beatles or Stones? Uh, Beatles, mate. (laughs) Uh, Person living or dead you'd like to grab a drink with? Jesus. Okay, what would you be drinking? (laughs) Water into wine, I guess. Water. Water. Lots and lots of water. What's your... What what one thing couldn't you live without? A pair of runners, a pair of short shorts. Right. A pair of, yeah, a pair of short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and what thing? What one thing could you re- really could you live without? Oh Jesus! I'd be cliche and say um, buzz of ballet, <laughs> the hum of the hum. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. In your opinion, what's the sexiest accent? Oh my Gideon. Um I think it's got to be like that Latino thing that Penelope Cruz has. Oh, yes. Monica Bellucci. Good choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, Latino. definitely. Definitely a good choice. Oh, oh no, Scouse. 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 <laughs> if you could give your teenage self advice, what would it be? Everything's going to be okay, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so. Don't rush it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the favourite thing you get to do with in your job? Oh, um, I get to spend massive amounts of time without a job. <laughs> <laughs> sure, whether that classes as a favourite thing, but okay. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice somebody's given you? Oh, um, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. It's alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, 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 and last question. Um, what are some of your favourite TV shows? TV shows? Oh, um, I don't watch much TV right now, but I'd say my favourite TV show ever has to be Only Fools and Horses. Only Fools and Horses. That's a great pick. <laughs> don't often get that. That's good. <laughs> got to be. It's the best TV show that ever was. So funny. <laughs> and can I have one more? Go on. The one more is The Krypton Factor. <laughs> Okay, they're they're kind of off-the-wall choices, but I like those. They're good. (laughs) All right, I hope everything goes great with the film. Um, Come back on and talk to us next time you're doing something as as well. Uh, I know you've got a movie with J.K. Simmons and Sullivan Stapleton coming out as well, seeing which I'm looking forward to. That's right. It's going to be good, yeah. Awesome. All right, well, lovely to talk to you. Uh, you. Have a great day. You too, mate. Cheers. All right, take care. Thank you. Cheers, bye. Bye Bye-bye. That was the interview with Charlie. Hope you enjoyed that. Here's some air date information. Air dates this week. Uh, first up, there is one cancellation um, vinyl, which was running on Sky One. It was a HBO show. Sorry, Sky Atlantic. It was a HBO show about um, the uh, music industry in the sort of late 70s. I thought it was the kitchen floor laying industry. <laughs> sorry, I'd have watched that as well. <laughs> Yes, sadly, you probably would. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it was it was all right. Um, I got a little bored of it kind of halfway through, but it was it was fine. It just didn't quite meet expectations, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately for the guys that run the show, actually, they, they'd originally, it had been commissioned for a second season, even though its ratings hadn't been quite as good as they hoped. And then a new head of programming came into HBO and canned it. <laughs> Um, so harsh but you know so unfortunately yes that's not coming back for a second season Um, in terms of changes we've got um, 1912 season 2 coming to spike on the 6th of July so that's coming relatively soon Uh, Angie Tribeca season 2 that's on whether you've seen have you seen any of those no it's um, Police Squad basically 
It's an updated uh, version oh, of Police, police I think Squad. I, I think I have. And then I think I, I thought this is like Police Squad. Yeah. And then turned it over. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I watched the first episode, I think, and thought... Eh. Yeah. Somewhere oh, between Police Squad and Police Academy. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think I may have thought Police Academy first, and then I, I yeah, I, I turned it over. Yeah. No. I... Um, I'm sort think... of with you on that. Um, so season two of that's coming 7th of July at 9.30. Uh, Justified season six. I think this is the first time it's actually run on a broadcast channel as opposed to being on demand somewhere. Uh, Spike, it's coming to on 7th of July at 11 p.m. Shades of Blue, which is the J-Lo This looks good. Show. Just throw that there. I, I haven't actually seen the trailer for it. J-Lo uh, plays an NYPD detective um and that's the sky living on the 12th of june at 9 p.m my wife was talking to me and the and the um and the advert for it came on and and she said hello, hello? <laughs> is it because jlo's on the television i was like what <laughs> sorry were you, were you talking to me <laughs> yes i can't explain it i can't explain it i i do wonder what it is because she does have that effect on me i don't all. know why but anyway so yes shades of blue uh 12th of july at 9 p.m that comes there is a mini series called Someone Knows My Name that's coming to Fox on the 17th of July at 9 p.m. Stars Cuba Gooding Jr. It's got Ben Chapman and it. it's got Lee Gossett Jr. in it. Um, it's about the journey of a woman through 18th century America. Apparently. This does look really very good, actually. It's, yeah, I, if I, they nail it and they get it absolutely spot on, this looks really good. Yeah, I it could be it could be really great. It's got a very interesting cast there, so um, yeah, quite looking forward to to seeing that. And it is only a mini series; I think it's only six episodes, so um, that could be one to look up. Coming to Fox UK on the seventeenth of July at nine pm. Killjoys second season of that, uh, which is a, from the producers of Orphan Black, it's about a trio of intergalactic bounty hunters. Um, that comes on the second of August at nine pm. Nashville, I think we might have mentioned this. Come on, we mentioned this last week or not? But Nashville season four, twenty fifth of August. That's returning apparently. I, I think we might have had it the twenty second, but it's the twenty fifth according to uh, Sky Living. Um, so twenty fifth of August. That's returning. Wolf Creek, which is a new show which was just announced today. Uh, it's it's based on the Wolf Creek movies. Apparently, it's, I'm not sure whether it's a continuation or a retelling of it, but follows even 19-year-old American tourist who is targeted by a crazed serial killer. She survives the attack and embarks on a mission of revenge. Against one person. Yeah, apparently. Um, I don't know. I've, I've not aware of, of the the films that are taken from. It's an Australian It's an Australian. No, I'm not TV. sure. I've not heard. I've not seen the films. Sure. So, uh, 30th of August at 10pm, that is. So, good boy to watch out for. Yeah. Red Dwarf season 11. <sighs> I so loved Red Dwarf back in the day. So loved it. And now it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, is it not like... I, no, I actually, I thought the last series that they had put on Dave was infinitely better than some of the later seasons that were on the BBC. Yeah, but they were absolutely abject. That's why they were the Well, worst. yes, yeah. But would, I think he didn't was... have to try too hard to be no, better no, than those. No, no, but I think it was it was a vast improvement. Um they've said that's coming back in September. Uh so that will be the eleventh season, then they're into twelfth season coming next year as well. Maybe I need to just 
get over myself. <laughs> yes, maybe you do. <laughs> <laughs> Loose for season two um, should be arriving on Amazon Prime Video on the 20th of September, assuming they run it the day after the US, like they did with the first season, because that's the, the uh, US air date. And uh, there is also a show called Carter's Get Rich, which is a new British comedy, which they just announced today that James Vanderbeek is going to be in, um, even though it is a British comedy. Uh, it's about a, a young boy who's about 12 years old, 11, 12 years old, who develops an app. Um, and it's, a, it's an app uh, and it's designed for young boys that have trouble talking to girls. <laughs> Not entirely sure what I mean, it does. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he developed this app and it makes the family, I think, £10 million. And James Vanderbeek plays the American investor that comes in and buys it off them. Right. So and and then it's it's sort of about how they deal with the influx of money. Yes, basically. Next week on TV, we have uh Marco Polo, the second season of that starts the first, first Love the first July. season. I, I, really it's one that it. I haven't got to yet. I oh, will it's really do. Good. I will do well. Everything's yeah. kind of off at the moment. It's yeah. one that I want to go and watch. Uh, so that's coming to Netflix on the first first of July. Then you've got Dark Matter season two, which is the uh, we were talking about earlier. So um, you, you saw season one. I saw season one. So did by the end of season one, had they figured out why they were there yet? Some of them knew their background. Not or they they kind of knew some of their background. Is it like lost in not lost in space? Is it lost in space? Is <laughs> no, like lost, lost in, in space? space. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's not that mysterious. It's not that mysterious. Right. Okay. Um, it's it's not annoyingly mis- mysterious. I quite like that. Um, it's 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 good. They kind of let out enough of the story, okay. so you kind of know sort of who the characters so are. Do you and know the and they are. don't? No, they right. they know what their backgrounds are at this point. Right. Um, it's no, but just I mean, when you, of, do you know before they do, or do you go on the journey with them? Do you, do you know what I mean? In some cases, you know, you're one of the characters will find out the other person's history. Right. Okay. So sometimes that that character might right. not know, but one of the characters right. on the show might. So, but that's coming on the fourth of July at eight pm on Sci-Fi. So that's Dark Matter season two and Ray Donovan season four. I think is that the final season of that. I think uh, 4th of July at uh, 9 p.m. That comes back as that's a great show. I don't know whether you've seen any of those. No. Uh, it's uh, Liv Schreiber playing a fixer for the Hollywood elite. Basically. I watched um, when I was on the uh, LA flight, I watched um, the film. Um, is it called The Fix? No, what's it called? It's the, called the, fixer, the Fixer. The one with. Um, yeah, he's like a Hollywood. It's in the nineteen thirties. Oh, okay. Or something. Was it forties? Anyway, it's like um, it's it's the the golden era of Hollywood, yeah. and he works for a studio, and he basically goes and and gets the 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 act. George Clooney's in it as a, oh, as a sort of drunk right. drug yeah. actor who yeah, gets yeah. kidnapped by communists. Yeah, right. It's actually really good. It takes a bit of getting into. I think a lot of people maybe bounced off it a bit, but once you oh, once you get into it, it's the, really very funny. Is that the Rome based? Yeah, it's one. not based in Rome. He's no, film, no, no, no. He's the, filming, the film I he's think, doing yeah, is, yeah, is yeah, set um, in Rome. It's cool. It is uh, Hail Caesar. Hail yeah, Caesar. Hail Caesar. It is yeah. so funny. I, I really I'm enjoyed it. I'm waiting for that to come out on I'd DVD. I had about nine G and Ts at that point, <laughs> but I still really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm, I am I am waiting for that to come out because um, on on DVD because that is one I I do really want to see. It's a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, it's very good. It, and it didn't the thing is 
didn't appeal to me at all. But I'd I'd been on the flight for like ten hours and I'd literally yeah, watched everything. Else to watch. That was the only thing left that I hadn't seen. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched it and I really really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. I, I imagine it. There was a it had a big missed missed audience, a potential audience. That yeah, didn't I, see I think it. it's one of those sort of Coen Brothers movies. Yeah. Because um, it he never massively explained what it was. No. I think that was part of the problem. But, yeah, and the yeah. focus was on George Clooney, really. Yeah. And it wasn't, he, he wasn't really the main character. Yeah. He was a character, but he yeah. wasn't the main character. I, I think it just fundamentally wasn't sold very well, that movie. Yeah. But I, I, am, I do want to say it. I do want to say it when I can say it. But yes, essentially, Ray Donovan is, is a modern version of a Hollywood fixer. Right. Um, and it's, it's a far more of a sort of drama uh, than... Uh, although it does that's have interesting. Moments, it? I have missed like three entire seasons. It's, it's good. It, it is good. You <laughs> may find it's floating around on on the. It probably box sets. is. It I'm sure is. it will be. Um, but it's worth going to look for. So, uh, so yes. So there's that. Um, and that's everything for this week. So um, if you want to visit us throughout the week, you can come to geektown.co.uk for all the latest news. Or actually, and visit your house. No. No. Don't come to my house. You will get very angry and stern telling off. Uh, <laughs> um, if you want to uh, get in touch with your questions and comments, you can email us on podcast at geektown.co.uk or leave a message on the website post. You can find us at Geektown on Twitter or on Facebook on facebook.com forward slash Geektown or on Instagram at geektownuk. That's everything for this week. We shall see you next week. Bye bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 